Who knew that praising kids could have seriously long-term negative effects? I sure didn't when I was a young mother. Fortunately, I learned the principles I'll be sharing in this podcast by the time I was a teacher. Hello again, and welcome back to Not Your Normal Social-Emotional Learning Podcast. My name is Nini White, and I am here podcasting my heart away because my entire life as a parent and teacher has shown me and continues to show me that for life and teaching to get better and better, I'd better keep on learning, which sometimes means that I must unlearn what I was so sure was so right which is why praise and its potential for negative effects is the topic of this episode. So what are you going to get out of this podcast if you listen all the way through? You will learn about the wrong kinds and the right kinds of praise, why it's so important to get rid of the wrong kind and be very conscious about dishing out the right kind. And uh, please do remember, we'd love to hear, uh, learn about your questions or comments. So if you have any thoughts you'd like to share with us about the ideas we share in this episode or any other episode, let us know. You're why we're here. You and the kids in your classroom and the world they're growing into and the world they'll be making or breaking in the very near future. Find us on Facebook at Not Your Normal Social Emotional Learning or on Facebook at Kids Own Wisdom. Okay, so starting with a little of my own personal history, I graduated from high school with a D minus average. As you can probably imagine, not exactly confidence building or self esteem building, which partially explains my concern about the importance of praise for today's students. Another reason the issue of praise is so important to me personally is because I made some serious, although well-intentioned, praising mistakes with my own kids when they were very young. Thanks in large part to the way my grade point average impacted my self-esteem and sense of self worth, I tended to overcompensate in the praise department with my own kids. And wow, textbooks, textbook, textbook responses from them. And by textbook, I mean, you could look up the research about the effects of the wrong kinds of praise and my kids would be classic examples. Classic. They're fine now, but it took a while and some heart-to-heart conversations for those particular parenting mistakes of mine to get undone once I found out what I was doing that was not so good for them. Anyway, what kind of praise did I heap on my kids with the very best of intentions, even though massively misguided? Listen up, here's some examples. Not too proud of, but here we go. Wow, you're so smart. Or, you're brilliant. Or, you're a winner. Nothing can stop you. Genius. Clearly, you're a genius. Incredible skill. You're a natural. Wow. How does it feel to be you? (laughs) What's wrong with all that, you say? 
So it turns out that when you praise a person rather than their actions or their efforts, their motivation gets turned inside out. You ready for a little more history? In 1969, a book titled The Psychology of Self-Esteem was published. In this book, the author posited that self-esteem is the single most important facet of a person's development and, uh, and the degree to which it is stabilized is predictive of future success and happiness. Broad societal adoption was a reaction that resulted in reevaluating anything that might potentially be damaging to kids' self-esteem. I mean, there was a whole period when athletics events started handing out trophies to every kid, no matter how clumsy or awkward or not helpful to the team efforts. They would all every kid on a team would get an award or a trophy for something. And red pencils for marking corrections uh, were for a while banished from teachers' teacher's toolbox. And end-of-year school celebrations would assure an award for every single student for something, anything. Did kids become happier and more successful with all that praise? No, no, they didn't. And in fact, and eventually there was enough research to deepen the understanding about praise, acknowledging its value so long it was, as it was the right kind of praise, acknowledging its value so long um, as it was based on a kid's genuine effort or earned accomplishment. Here's the important point, and it is so important. When children receive praise, they know deep down, when they do deserve it and when they really don't deserve it. And when they don't deserve it, they discount it as insincere. They might not say so, but that's what's happening inside them. Not only are they internally discounting the undeserved praise, they're starting to discount and mistrust the person who has given the undeserved praise. And what research goes on to show even more Interestingly, is that over time, with too much undeserved praise, any type of praise, deserved or not, loses its value because praise, just that whole category of praise, has become polluted. I mean, do you remember when you were a kid? Is any of this ringing true for you? And so, what does this have to do with our students' social emotional learning? Well, A deeply important component of social-emotional development and well-being is self-awareness. Did you ever hear a person say, I don't really know myself? That person is a pretty good example of a person who is not self-aware, who does not have self-awareness. A person who is not self-aware does not have much self-esteem and therefore does not have the self-confidence to make the best and healthiest choices and probably cannot be trusted to make the best and healthiest choices because their motivations tend to be biased towards gaining external or extrinsic rewards and feedback rather than internal or intrinsic validation. When children receive undeserved praise and they deep down know it's undeserved, even if they want to believe that the praise is real and deserved, 
It cuts them off from what they know deep down to be true, to be real. One way to help children retain their connection to their innate and natural-born connection to self, their innately healthy guidance system, is to be real in our interactions with them. Self-awareness, in the words of Daniel Goleman, is the key cornerstone to emotional intelligence. And according to Goleman, self-aware people tend to act consciously rather than react passively. They tend to be in good psychological health. They have a positive outlook on life. They tend to have a greater depth of life experience. And they tend to be more compassionate towards themselves and towards others. So, what do we do instead of the old-fashioned 60s-style blanket praise approach? We acknowledge improvements. We communicate, not necessarily with words, that we see the effort that's being made to hunker down and keep on keeping on. Sometimes we can verbally express our respect for what it takes to achieve an intended outcome. And sometimes we can ask a sincere question about a kid's process so far or a kid's step-by-step path to success. And then we really, truly listen and pay attention when that description is shared with us. And so the right kind of praise is not aimed directly at the kid, but instead at the kid's effort, at the kid's perseverance, at the kid's patience, and for the kid's not-so-easy and maybe even hard choices. These are the right kinds of praise because they reinforce and validate actions and decisions that create concretely desirable outcomes that that result in well-deserved self-esteem. And when self-esteem is balanced and healthy, it is beneficial for each kid, which ripples out to those who interact with each of those kids, which makes the topic of praise 100% appropriate for students' social-emotional learning. Get it? I hope so. Let us know. Okay, until next time.